Welcome to the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast that I created especially for conscious introvert entrepreneurs. And if you desire to grow and quantum scale without the hustle and are ready to discover the missing pieces to effortlessly running a solar line business, then this is for you. And I'm your host, Annalena Fuchs, a human design and energetic alignment coach. And my mission with this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to your most aligned path to success and financial freedom using a powerful combination of human design, science, and spirituality. And I myself have shifted from working nine to five to now enjoying the freedom of creating things on my own terms. And I want to help you do the same. Welcome, beautiful souls. It's Annalena here. Welcome to the very first episode of 2023 of the Art of Slowing Down podcast. I am so excited and thrilled to be here with you all. And again, I'm having another solo episode here with you that felt really aligned for me to start the new year with all of you. And I know there's a couple of different new years we can talk about in the calendar and with human design, but at least with the numbers... We call it 2023 now. And I don't know about you, but I can really feel a new and fresh energy. And I think it's going to be an epic, amazing year. And I wish that for all of you. And I hope also that you did take some time to reflect back on this last year and celebrate it yourself a little bit. Because I know we can often forget this. And this is actually what I talked about in the last episode of the year 2022. If you have not listened to that Maybe you want to do that first and you can still do that, right? Really take a little bit of time, reflect back. What are some of the things you learned? What went well? What didn't? How can you do things differently? What do you want to do the same? And again, celebrate every little inch of yourself. I know I have to remind myself of that so many times. All right. So what do I want to talk about today? I want to talk about human design. I love that. And since I myself am a manifesting generator, right, that is my human design type, I want to call about what I want to call now unlimited success potential for a manifesting generator and whatever that means for you, right? But when I say unlimited, it's really about we only limit ourselves through the limits that we set, especially our mind, right? Because so often we are only setting goals from what we already know. And that's why I'm so big about more allowing yourself to receive whatever is meant for you. And if you have been following me for a little bit, you know that human design is really this amazing tool that helps us to fully tap into our potential. Honestly, I think this episode is going to be beneficial for all the human design types. However, there will be some very specifics also for the manifesting generators. But what I want to say is they may a lot of elements that also will be very relevant for the other human design types, right? Because it's not like, oh, we have the five types and every manifesting generator is the same, every projector is the same and so forth, right? There's a lot of things that overlap. And that's why I just want to invite you, if you're a different type, be open-minded and see what are some things that resonate with you. You will feel this in your body, right? So I have nine key things that I think are very, very crucial for manifesting generator to have the most epic, most successful year ahead. And let's start with 
number one, right? So number one is spend some time to really become masterful at this way to respond, right? Because that is really the essence of being a manifesting generator. So what this means is that you're not designed to create things from just your ideas that you have or initiate and get things started, right? And I know most of us, especially if you have an undefined head and ajna, those two centers at the top of the body graph, we tend to have a lot of ideas and we can also amplify other people's ideas and then we are involved in all the things and we are getting so busy when we're not really getting done anything, right? So there are a lot of episodes here on the podcast that you may want to go back to where we actually talk a lot about what this means. So if this is something where you feel right now, hmm, I'm not sure if I'm really masterful at this or I don't even know exactly what this means, then I invite you to go back to some of those episodes. And just quickly here in essence, Responding really means that you're here to respond to anything but your own ideas, right? Anything in the external world. So this could be you see something in a magazine. It's talking about traveling or it's talking about a specific business idea. And then in your belly, you have this, ooh, this like expansive feeling. And it's almost like it turns you on, right? And it's like, ooh, this feels really good. And one thing that's especially important for the manifesting generator, yeah, once you respond, you don't want to jump into it too quick because we can be so fast. We have this envisioning phase where we need to kind of feel into things a little bit, right? And really what comes into here then is that you want to give yourself permission. And this is actually now the second point to allow yourself to change your mind. Because even though sometimes your sake will respond yes to something, I do invite you to don't overcommit to things, right? And you can also communicate with people like, yeah, it really feels good to me right now, but I need to try it out. And when you try things out, oftentimes that's when you really obtain clarity for yourself if something is really aligned for you or not, right? And this was one of the biggest game changers for me because I thought I'm a little bit flaky and... You know, I shouldn't change my mind so much. I don't know what I want. And then I want this and then I want that. But that is part of being a manifesting generator. It's it's almost like a, a three-line energy, right? Where we have to experiment. We have to try things out. And that's when we learn if something is for us or not. And I know sometimes that can be exhausting. But always trust that when you try these things out, you will always learn something, right? So that's that's a good thing about that. And if you make an investment, for example, you know, you respond to it and you have the sacred response, but give yourself another several days to really feel into that. And if you keep responding to it and you can have other people ask you about it or look at the landing page of the program. And if it keeps being a positive response for you, then usually it's, it's a yes, especially if you have emotional authority, right? You also have the emotional wave to write out. Okay, so that was the first and the second. Master the way to respond and then really own that. You change your mind a lot, right? And I think the more you communicate and you inform as a manifesting generator, that's part of your being, that's part of your essence, the more or the less resistance basically you will receive from other people. Then the third thing is that allow yourself to do many things. Really allow yourself and embrace the part of you that has multiple passions. Because again, we still live in a society where you're going to be asked or hear a lot that 
just pick this one thing and stick with it, right? That as a manifesting generator, and I'm also talking now a little bit about if you're a business owner, an entrepreneur, conscious leader, you know, don't force yourself to only have to do one thing. But at the same time, you can also do too many things. That's why it's so important to master the way to respond because your mind may want to do 20 things, but your sick will only respond to three things, right? So, but you have to know that sometimes the more you actually engage in different things, right? So this could look like, you know, you have your business and you have your client calls, but then you're also involved in another project where you collaborate with somebody else. Like for me, for example, it's like, yes, I have my own business. I work with my own private clients. I do readings, but then I also have the Aligned Living Academy with Miranda. And I truly feel that if I would only have one, I wouldn't be as lit up because I really love that variety of having both, right? And I know some of the other types that are listening right now, this may resonate with you as well, especially if you have a need for collaboration in your chart or if you have gate 34 in your chart, right? That's the busiest gate in the chart for, for anybody. But again, it's about finding that that happy dance for you, right? Where you allow yourself to have a bunch of variety, but then at the same time, not too much because you still want to allow yourself to go deep and dive into the depth of things, right? So, and maybe make a list of things. Like, what are some things that really light you up? You know, maybe it's like five or 10 things and then you can kind of rank them, what lights you up the most. And then maybe... Pick the first three and focus more on those instead of doing all 10, right? And and again, this will look very different for everybody. Always remind yourself you're unique. You're not even exactly the same as any other manifesting generator, right? Yeah, we manage hands, but we're so different within that term. And the next thing I want to talk about is commitment to your mind versus commitment to your sequel. So this is something that I have seen and noticed a lot from talking to a lot of people. I know myself, I used to do that a lot, is that, you know, people have the sequel response, but then the mind kicks in and they start to think about it and, yeah, but should I do it? Or um, I shouldn't do this because it costs too much money or... I have some other commitments, but always know that that's your mind trying to figure it out, trying to make sense. That's exactly what human design is here to teach us, that the mind is not here to make decisions. That happens in your gut, in your belly. And it's also a little bit different how anybody experiences it. For me, it's like a very, it's more like a full body feeling. For other people, it's like, literally like a sensation in the belly area in the sacral. Other people, I feel like a, a flower is opening, this really light feeling. So everybody has it a little bit different, but I think you will know how it feels for you. So the mind, again, is this beautiful tool, let's say, that we have to, you know, be able to reflect on things, to analyze things, but again, not to make decisions. That's the big key here, right? So when your sacral responded, know that it doesn't mean that you don't have any fears or doubt come up. That is totally normal. We're humans, right? And we're very wired, most of us, to 
always look for some negative things or why we shouldn't do it or we're actually scared to reach our next level of success because we may not be used to it. We may be used to playing small for our life and that feels safe and that's where we want to stay at, right? So really this mastering this way to respond, and again, it's now kind of connected here, really requires you to distinguish this distinguish when your mind is at play and when is your body at play when it comes to making decisions so making decisions from your sequel or being really commitment or having commitment to your sequel means that there will be some courage involved and the thing is as humans we always are looking for certainty right but i truly believe that the only thing that's certain is change and, and it's the, the, the present moment. What is currently, right? But that is always subject to change. We never, no matter what we do. And I think oftentimes we invest into things or do things where we are being sold certainty. But we have to understand that, again, certainty really is something that we want to create for the mind to feel safe, right? But what if you can actually allow yourself to be excited about uncertainty and allow yourself to receive so much goodness because I truly believe that is what is allowing yourself to tap into unlimited potential and success in your life that you may not even be able to even think about how amazing it can be because we are so conditioned to how things happen and very often like I said before it's like kind of more playing it safe playing it small your sequel is here to help you expand gently into the next level you know, when we talk about get out of your comfort zone, I like to kind of say it like stretch your comfort zone. So it's just always a little bit more. It's a little bit more. And it's just like in sports, right? If you're always staying comfortable, we're never going to run the marathon. There will be times we have to get uncomfortable. And at some point, you see that your endurance becomes so much better. And then you reach your next level, right? So what's the next point? The next point is, which I know is not easy, <laughs> cultivate patience. Slow down. And especially as a manifesting generator, we actually here, we also call it time benders, right? In quantum human design, we're extremely fast. We skip steps at times. And as you know, oftentimes we go too fast and we have to correct things and we get really frustrated and they want to give up all the way. But what I have learned, and this is also, I mean, this podcast is called The Art of Slowing Down for a reason, because every single time when I allowed myself to be more grounded in my body, when I allowed myself to go at a slower pace, and you know, going slow really means being fully present in the moment. Because when I am rushing and I'm going really fast, I always notice that my mind is already way ahead of me and I'm so out of what is right in front of me and the biggest potential always will be only in the present moment right everything that you create in your future or will be there is from what you're creating in this very moment all we ever have is this very moment and I know that's sometimes tough because we always feel like there's something else to do especially if you also have an undefined route like me you know, it can feel like a lot of pressure and the to-do list never stops. But know that the more you're consciously rooted in this very moment, 
the slower you go, but very aware, being fully immersed in the present moment, the faster you go. That's when the quantum leap happens, right? So this has been, yeah, one of my biggest life lessons. And, and again, if you have been following me along on this podcast, you know that I talk a lot about it. Um, but it's really also, I learned this recently in my half marathon training, and I may have talked about this already, but in the beginning when I started to train for it, I always kept going too fast. And then I, I got injured, my knee was hurting, I felt like I'm out of breath way too quickly. And then I shifted, I had to listen to my trainer, right? And I was resisting it for a really long time. I consciously, okay, I'm going to go slower. And then what happened? I increased my average pace over time. And then all of a sudden I ran 16 kilometers with ease and my average pace was like, oh, wow, I never thought I could actually do that, especially without stopping, right? So the way to go fast is by slowing, I mean, again, through slowing down and being fully aware in the presence. And again, I said this now many, many times, but I'm doing this on purpose because it's that important. I honestly believe that is the most important lesson for all human beings. In some way, I just have found that, especially for manifesting generators, it's also one of the biggest challenges because we are so quick and we want to move so fast and we want to do all the things. And, you know, we can really forget about that big time. Then the next thing, which I think now is number seven, you know, I may have skipped some steps, <laughs> but I think I actually got them all is that you want to allow yourself to feel your emotions. And in, in particular, for the manifesting generators, the anger and the frustration that come up, right? Because sometimes when we have these creative urges and we're not actually allowing ourselves to wait to respond, then we have a lot of resistance come up and things don't work out really well because it's not aligned. It's not how we're designed to create, really. And we can get really angry and we can have a lot of impatience and the frustration, right? Especially also when we reach this kind of plateau on this stair-step learning curve where things are not moving fast and the universe is actually again asking us to slow down. Really allow yourself to be with that part of you. Look at it. Are you judging yourself for being angry? Are you judging yourself for being frustrated, right? Or are you actually allowing that? Because the more you can actually be with that part of you the faster you will move through this and there's a little analogy that one of my friends um, actually brought to my awareness first um, Alex if you're listening so it's like a, I don't know what it's called it's it's an animal it's um, I think it's a water bull or something like that but when there's a storm coming what is the fastest way out for them and they're very smart, right? They're really in tune with nature. So we would run away from the storm. Like if you think about the negative emotions, it's like a storm, right? And like, ah, no, I want to get away from this. I want to avoid it. And what happens if you run away from a storm? It's probably going to keep chasing you, right? And eventually it's going to catch up with you. So the way that the, I think it's a water buffalo, actually. So when they walk towards the storm, that's how they do it. They walk right into it. And that is the fastest way through it. So it's the same for us humans is that when we are actually allowing ourselves to feel our emotions and meet them, meet that part that's angry, that's sad, 
that's frustrated, that's jealous, all the things that we think are yucky and we shouldn't feel, that's usually the fastest way out. You know, and that's also something with the deconditioning work I have been practicing for many years. It has been such a game changer because, of course, I used to resist it. And that is now also now the point number A, which is connected to this one, is like have more compassion for yourself. You know, especially when it comes to the emotions, but also for being a manifesting generator, because we are literally one of the, I think the manifesting generator is really the most complex type that we have. Because you may feel a lot like a manifester because we have a motor center connected to the throat. So there is this energy like we want to initiate and we have these creative urges when we want to do things. But we have to keep reminding ourselves that we're here to respond. We are in essence a generator type, right? And we have a lot of extremes to integrate. You know, yeah, we have to slow down. But then we have these multi-passions and we are here to bend time and to be fast, right? So I think there's a lot of danger sometimes for us to fall too much into the extremes and uh, lose our balance with that a little bit. But again, it's all about the awareness. So the more you drop the judgment for yourself, that will also then be reflected from the people around you because they can feel that you're judging yourself and then the more so the more judgment you receive from others for example like say people criticize you oh you're being flaky you change your mind all the time you don't know what you want always know that is how you feel about yourself so don't take it as criticism but be more like oh interesting i guess i'm kind of judging on myself here and whatever you or tools you use if that's journaling or eft tapping or breath work whatever it is for you Really allow yourself to go into that a little bit and be really honest with yourself. Where are you still judging yourself, right? Because I know I have done it for the longest time and that was such a big game changer. You know, when I had these days where I felt off, I realized that I was judging myself for how I was feeling and then that feeling would just stay much longer. But when I could just be with like, okay, I change my mind and I'm fully owning it or I feel sad and that's totally okay that's just how I feel and I'm fully embracing you know slowing down today so it's always like how we perceive ourselves everything that we experience in life is always a reflection of how we treat ourselves how we see ourselves how we feel about ourselves and to be honest I need that reminder for myself all the time all the time cannot listen to it enough and Then number nine is that don't try to do it all yourself. Because as a manifesting generator, especially, you know, people also pick up on this energizer bunny energy we have and that we can do all the things. And especially if you're a recovering people pleaser like me, (laughs) you know, we probably have a history of saying yes to so many things where our cycle was a no, because we don't want to disappoint people we don't want to also if you have an undefined solar plexus or any other undefined centers it's honestly also for people with emotional authority i found that there's also a tendency to avoid conflict no human really loves to have conflict or people be mad at us we kind of like to have more harmony and fear of rejection feels really yucky right so we tend to say yes to way too many things but again this is where it comes back to are you committed to your sacral or are you committed to your mind? 
You know, are you saying yes to something just to make somebody happy or because you feel like you should or have to? Or are you doing it because your sacral was, was either like a heck yes, uh-huh, and then you say yes, or it was like, uh-uh, and you can feel it in your body, right? And then are you actually saying no or you keep saying yes? So with that, you have to realize that when you have the courage to follow your sacral and say only yes to the things that really feel aligned to you, with a disclaimer that, hey, I may change my mind, you know, then you actually have the privilege to spend more time in your zone of genius. And this is something, I think this is actually one of the or the most important point why I'm personally so passionate about human design is that every single human has a zone of genius, right? And I used to grow up always I labeled myself as like a jack of all trades like I was good at everything especially in school you know I was kind of like I was actually admiring people that were kind of in their zone of genius right and again I want to remind you that doesn't mean you can only do one thing like you can be in your zone of genius like for me for example I love human design right it comes so easy to me I can talk about it all the time and I have a sparkle in my eyes but there are many different ways of how I can bring this to the world I can write a book I can have the Aligned Living Academy. We have a human design certification. I do private coaching. So I have within that umbrella of my zone of genius, I have multiple different things. Now, if you're another type, like a projector or a generator, you may have less variety within your zone of genius, right? I hope that makes sense. So, but your zone of genius is always something that just comes very easy to you where your mind is probably going to say, well, but it should be harder, especially if I can make money with that. But there's a reason why something comes really easy to you, right? That is your zone of genius, you know? And I truly believe if every human gives him or herself the permission to do more of what comes easy to them, which is that zone of genius, then we will live in a whole better world because... We are no longer wasting our energy on things that we drag, we're not good at, but we're forcing ourselves, right? It's kind of like when you go to school and, you know, maybe math, math is not your thing and it's not aligned for you and never really maybe needed much in life, but you're kind of forcing yourself to become really good at it. Now think about if that child would have spent more time on something they're really, really good at. Maybe they're awesome at writing and they could become this amazing writer or journalist or whatever, if they would just dedicate more time. But so often we humans literally waste our precious time by trying to be good at something that's just not aligned for us. Because you know what? There may be a thousand other people that with very little effort, they're going to be really good at that and they're going to make a lot of impact. So if you think about this on a global perspective, also for this applies for companies, for family dynamics, I mean, anything in life. And, you know, I'm German, I like efficiency. So the more every single human can focus on what is in their zone of genius, the more beautiful things we can create in this world. And it's going to be a win-win for you, for everybody else, and Mother Earth, and the collective for everybody, right? So, again, this is what human design is all about. And, again, for you as a manifesting generator, it is so important because you have that sacral energy if you commit to too many things you overwrite your sacred you say yes to too much stuff you're not going to have energy anymore to really 
spend a lot of time in your to- zone of genius. And honestly, that's, I think, actually the issue for, for everybody. So that's why, again, get in touch with what lights you up. Make that list. Always connect back to it and see how you can delegate things in your life and in your business that are totally out of your zone of genius. So I'm going to give you an example also from our business. Um, I started to work with a VA this last year because even though I can do these things, and Miranda, she had to remind me of this all the time, and that doesn't mean that I have to do it. So I can do a lot of things in Canva. I can set up my courses on my system. I can do it. But once I'm done, I'm kind of exhausted and tired. And then I'm like, yeah, but I don't feel like going on Instagram now and doing a live, right? Or creating a post, which is really in my zone of genius. Or write this piece of content or create a new course that I have responded to already, right? The things that really have to get done or record another podcast episode. Like today here, for example, I was about to start doing all the busy things. And I was like, you know what? I think I can make the most impact. And it's the easiest for me to just record an episode. But if I would have waited too long and done all the things that I think I have to do, which are not in my zone of genius, then this podcast episode would would not have happened. So that's just kind of a little reminder for that. And of course, it takes time, right? We cannot just outsource from one day to the other everything that's not aligned for us. And one way that I've found the most powerful for me is that asking very powerful questions like, how can I allow myself or what can I do to spend more time in my zone of genius or universe? Show me how I can make it possible to delegate the things that are not aligned for me to do. And you will see magically how you start to attract people, circumstances that with a lot of ease, all of a sudden you start to collaborate or you get to outsource and the money's coming in so you can pay for that. And then it creates really a win-win for everybody involved right and again we have seen this so much working with our va because when she does something that's in her zone of genius she's so fast so efficient it's extremely awesome quality but if we ask her to do some things that are not in her zone of genius it's also exhausting for her right and and vice versa for all of us involved so keep asking those questions you don't have to have all the answers right now but when you set the intention you also signal to the universe that you are actually allowing yourself that energetically because you may have the belief that you have to do it all yourself. You can't afford it to have other people do it. And if you're in that state of mind and the belief, that's what you manifest, right? So we have to actually open ourselves up to the possibilities that in harmony in this world, the things that are not aligned for you, that will be done by somebody else. And that will be a win-win for everybody, even though we cannot see it in this moment. So, yeah, so these are the nine lessons or points that I wanted to share with you that I truly believe can help you tap into this unlimited success. Again, whatever this looks like for you, whatever your definition of success is. But let's stop putting limits on things, right? Because... Again, the only limitation we create is really through our mind. So let's get out of the mind, tap into your sequel, and let the magic begin because the potential we have, I again, I really think we're not even aware of how amazing this is. And to finish this up, I wanted to share a couple of things of how I and we can support you with this in this coming year. So you may already know 
or it's made brand new for you, we have the Align on Purpose program that starts on January 17th of 2023. And we do have an early bird bonus and pricing for anybody that signs up by the 15th. Go to the landing page, see what your SQL responds to that. You can also book a 15-minute clarity call with Miranda or I if you need our support to help you make that um, aligned decision. We also have the Human Design Certification, which takes off February 2nd. This is for anybody that not only wants to learn about their own human design deeper, but also learn how to use it with your clients, to use it in your business, and also dive into the deconditioning work at a deeper level. That's even a bigger commitment there. And there will also be summer goodness coming. So one of the things that I wanted to officially announce is that I will relaunch a membership that I did last year. or I started actually two years ago and or a year and a half ago. And I had it a little bit over a year. And then my cycle was no longer. But now my cycle was lit up by it again. And I kept responding to it and the word bloom has shown up for me over and over again right now. So I'm still in this envisioning phase, but it's now very clear that's going to happen. I already announced it on my Instagram. So this will be the most cost-effective or affordable opportunity to be in my energy consistently and to get access to some of my work. Um, but I will share more details about this over the next coming month. I don't know exactly yet when it's going to start. Right now, I feel like it's going to be March, but it could be earlier, it could be later, you know that I'm a manifesting generator and uh, also I'm having a defined ash, an undefined ashna, so being certain for me is totally not aligned, uh, but I wanted to let you know that this is coming this year and I know some of you are already really excited for that. And the best way for you to get on the wait list for this, because on my email list that I send out an email to every Thursday... Uh, the way that you can get on it is when you go to my website, analinafuchs.com, which also is going to be in the show notes. If you just scroll down to the bottom of the page, you can sign up for my newsletter. You will also receive a free money romance activation when you do that, the infinity healing that I use in that session. And then you will be informed when Bloom is going to be launched, if there's any bonuses or any gifts and trial periods, all the good stuff. So that's how you can get on there. And I just want to say thank you for you being in my world. Thank you for listening. I'm very excited what's going to evolve on this podcast this coming year. I definitely have big dreams and goals, but I'm open to let the universe show me where it's meant to go at the same time. So no attachment here. But what I want to commit to is being truly of service, making an impact in this world, to as many people that I possibly can, especially those people that call themselves highly sensitive, empathic, and introverted, and you want to also make an impact in this world with your unique gifts and talents, then you're my person for sure. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, no matter what your human design type is, but especially if you're a manifesting generator. Yeah, I just want to send you much love, and I'm very excited to be with you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, then please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. And if you also know someone that you know in your heart could benefit from listening to this podcast, then I invite you to please share and help me reach more conscious leaders so we together can create global impact. I truly appreciate you and see you next time.